Hello, come in, come in, make yourself comfortable. We are RNGPC, a character creation D&D podcast. But what does that mean? I'm glad you asked. That means there is no long, drawn-out campaign here. We are creating random PCs that have fleshed-out backstories. Last week, I created an elven cleric of the Twilight Domain that will not stand by and watch people be mistreated. Today, we have Jake creating a brand new character for us to explore. Welcome to our show. My name is Nathan, and this is my co-host, Jake. How's it going? Well, you broke it. You broke... We had a good thing, where we had a few episodes in a row where it felt really like professional and good, and then this... I don't like this intro. I, well, but like, see, our music no, I get cuts, it. I, ends with yeah. a door opening, and you're yeah. entering a place, and I'm yeah. welcoming you into that place. But like, I, I don't know. I guess how I, I, I consume podcasts is I'm, I'm not going so unless it's a live show. No, and I guess I mean maybe we can celebrate being out in the world more now and being like we can actually go and do so in places, some places of the world, luckily. But like, I don't know. My general reaction was boo. That was, that was I, my saw, I saw the thumb, da- some yep. thumb down yep. in my peripheral vision. Yep. I had to and no it. one asked. No one asked. No one said, what is, what is the Dean? Like, just, you didn't I hear? Know. I heard someone ask. I, I guess to be fair, I've been having issues with my headphones. So maybe, maybe the little, little voice in there just didn't come through. Yeah. It just, oh, actually I turned it the wrong way. Now I hear you even less. God damn it. <laughs> okay. Why? No, we're good. It's because you made a joke, and then I, I was trying to do prop work with it, re- forgetting that we're mainly in audio format, in which case nobody can see any of the things I'm doing. You know what? If, you could, if I could give you... A lot of people say, what would your useless superpower be? Ooh, ooh, Yours okay. would be just how you damage everything you touch. Is that, which could is, possibly be have? like brought into a, like a useful way, but sure. uh, that's your superpower. It'd be like a rever- reverse... Like, it's like a MacGruber type thing. Where it's like, oh no, how are we going to get inside this thing? I just touch it, and it just corrodes. Yes. There you go. <laughs> Joke's on you. I'm a mess. <laughs> you must have like a lot of static electricity or something. Like, I don't know I what, don't, why you break. I radiate energy. I just it's just too much. I'm on a I'm on a different frequency, on another level. They call me they call me vibe guy, Vi- vibinator, the vi- the vibe the vibrator. <laughs> How many settings do you have? <laughs> Two. Often fast, baby. <laughs> oh wow! Speaking of superpowers, I, I know what I did. What? I finally watched the first episode of Invincible. Oh, Prime. nice! I'm gonna. So, for reasons that'll become apparent later, I'm going to ruin this beautiful transition that you just did, which I will say was amazing, <laughs> and I appreciate all of it. But like, I know we talked about it a little bit before this, and I love that. I'm so happy for you, and I'm and I'm glad because what people I don't know if we've ever talked about this here, but I don't think. So I've known Nathan since he was a wee lad, and <laughs> over that time, I've learned a lot about him. And in, in that, the one thing is that we, I, what I really, and why we work as, as the, the bromance we are, part of it is because we have very similar interests in a lot of things, and we like a lot of the same stuff. However, the issue becomes <laughs> in how to get Nathan to enjoy it. Because I can't just be like, oh my god, this is really good, go see it. I learned that in 2006 when the first Iron Man came out. This is what Nathan always refers back to. And so, like, I saw it. And as a child, the time that movie was made directly for, and somebody that currently has Marvel posters on his wall, loved it. Blew my mind. Wanted all of it. Wanted Nathan to see it. Saw it again in theaters. And Nathan's like, yeah, it was fine. And I didn't get it. 
And that's when it started. That's when I realized I had to go about approaching how to get Nathan to enjoy and go into something differently. I couldn't just tell him, oh, my God, it's amazing. Because apparently I ruined that for him. He went into it expecting it to be the best cinema he'd ever seen. And it wasn't. It was a perfectly fine, good Marvel movie. But he was like, nope. I was expecting just to be blown away. Am I wrong? Am I wrong, sir? No, that's accurate. That's an accurate uh, statement. So over the years... I have tried my best to plant little seeds around him of things like, okay, if I just, just kind of talk about it here and put it here, but don't tell him directly to do it. It's like, a, it's like an Inception-type game that I try and play <laughs> where I will try and make him come to it in his own way. And then I've had several times where, I don't know, a week or two later, he'll come back to me and be like, oh, my God, dude, have you seen this thing? And blah, 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 and all this. I'm like, I have. I have seen that. I'm actually the one that made you go in and see it, sir. You don't know, but I did. And Invincible is the latest thing in that. I've just been like, hey, it's a pretty cool adult animated show. I don't know. It's fun. It's got, uh, what's his face? The guy you like, uh, Steven. Uh, what you pronounce his name? Yep. You in think. it. You know, some good voice actors. That's uh, all right. It's pretty cool. You know, it's got superhero <laughs> stuff. Like, whatever. And then he texted me today. He's like, dude, the relationship between the parents and, you know, the, the father and son in this are weird. And blah. that all of a sudden, I just got the holy fuck text. <laughs> and I was like, ah, ah! it worked. <laughs> to be fair, I, I'm not. I'm not gonna. Um, I'm not going to deny that the Inception's been had on me before. But yeah. the reason why I text you about something as mundane as the father-son relationship is because I knew you wanted me to. Like I, I watched it, knowing you wanted me to. It's like the first thought I had about it. It's like, well, I'm gonna text sure. about this. Sure. So that's why. Like I, I don't think I was incepted into this one. Sure. This one was um, less incepted than me. Ozark. Yeah. I will. I will take Ozark for days. You know what? Since I have no counter argument, you're probably right. <laughs> I remember one time I got really upset in our D our D and D other Discord chat we have. Somebody was like, "Oh yeah, Ozark's great. It's just like Breaking Bad." And I was like, "No, <laughs> that's right. Don't, don't compare it to his favorite thing ever. Now he'll go in and it won't be the same." <laughs> because I because I knew I it was. That. I remember that moment. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, it is like Breaking Bad, but I can't go to you, the person that watches Breaking Bad every other three months or so, just because, yeah, why not? Let's just put it back on. I got the the whole DVD collect set here that's in the cool little bin that I just open and take them out and watch them. It's the only reason I still have a PSB or a PlayStation. And like, so I knew I couldn't compare it to that, even though it's exactly what it was. It was them trying to level up on that type of story arc. But, yeah. Yeah. But um, but as as a consumer of Breaking Bad and Ozark, I can say that they are similar. But mm. you meet you meet the Ozark clan at like season four of Breaking Bad. Correct. Correct. It's a lot less of the slow build up. You meet them mm-hmm. kind of in their shit already, and they're feeding mm-hmm. you backstory as you're in their shit. So yeah, which is which is a nice unique way of doing it. But and with this yeah. with Invincible, it wasn't as high of stakes because I knew like I knew it's something you would enjoy because you really like the boys and you do like animated stuff and like as they're making more adult animated th- I mean it's one of those things where I think western culture is finally catching on to making adult animation because like anime and you know Japanese like shows have been doing that for a while and yeah. it's like now finally people are starting to realize over here oh maybe we can make cartoons that get brutal as fuck and people will still enjoy the adult themes in them <laughs> and like yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah, I knew I knew you would like it, and I was just kind of like, okay, I'll just plant the seeds around it. But yeah, no, it's good. It's a good show. If anyone hasn't watched it, we've talked around it a lot here. It's uh, it's very good. I'm excited to understand fully the memes that I've seen around it. It's like, <laughs> look at them. 
Look at what they need to meet a fraction of our power. <laughs> yeah, it's it, and there are a lot of memes, and I think I think too the what excites me about it is that they've already committed to another two seasons of it, even after the first, and like and just the level of not detail, but like they put a lot of money into it, like the voice acting in it, the animation in it, and like the story, and like yeah. and it's based on uh, uh, graphic novels and comics that are by uh, uh, Kirkman. The guy, the same guy, did Walking Dead. Um, that's still that are there, and there's a lot to go on. And from what I've heard of people that have read the series, that like there's a, a wide area that they can play in. So, I'm sure it's based on the first episode alone. I'm sure it's wild. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's um, good. So I don't want to spoil anything because you just started it. For yeah, I just started episode one. So, yeah, but anyone out there that hasn't watched it either, definitely check it out. It's on Amazon. Um, I think it's worth. Worth invest. It's they're half hour long episodes, so it's not even that long. Um, and I think there's eight of them. It's not for it's not for kids. Oh yes, sorry, definitely definitely not for children. <laughs> um, but if you grew up liking Justice League and reading comics, or even if you've enjoyed The Boys, like I think which is the best like current comparison, yeah. Um, but wanted a little bit more bite size and a little bit more. I don't know, comic book e Like, The Boys is good, but, like, they're limited by the fact that it's live action, right? Yeah, so, The like, Boys is good, but it's also more fucked up because it's in live action. So, like, you can disassociate sure. from the fucked upness that's happening in Invincible because it's sure. a cartoon. Sure. But. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'm glad you're watching it. Uh, I hope you can get your wife into it so you can watch it more frequently. Um, and, yeah. Anything else you want to say about The, bo- about, uh, the Boys? About Invincible? I'm excited for season three of The Boys, so that's about it. Oh, yeah. that does. I'm, I follow I'm Carl Urban on Instagram now, right. so I get updates periodically. All of his pictures are the same. Just here's a selfie with me doing stuff behind me, and maybe there's shit on my face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would love to hang out with Carl Urban. He's, he's one of those people that has slowly transcended into so many, almost every nerddom in some way. Like, he's been in such large, like types of of whether it's comic book fantasy yeah. or just whatever type stuff it's amazing yeah star trek lord of the rings he's got a he like steals something major from every set too oh, he's sure. got like the helmet he wore in uh lord of the rings lord of the or rings. whatever yeah what what i'm curious is what he stole from thor ragnarok because in thor ragnarok he played the guy that just collected a bunch of stuff from all the different realms when he became the, the <laughs> gatekeeper of the bifrost <laughs> there's even a series like behold my stuff <laughs> <laughs> so that was just carl urban yep like, exactly the character's name carl urban <laughs> has he been in anything dc because he was also not. he was in um he did a uh, dread but i don't think that's dc i think that's um yeah i don't know I, i'm sure he has because he's done so many other things but all right he's a great character actor oh yeah, yeah. you don't even okay. realize he's in shit that he's in right well, and I think that what, what helps with that, too, is just having a great character backstory. <laughs> it does is help it? to be able to break down your characters in a, yeah. in a well-thought-out manner and figure yeah. out what drives them forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where they came from. Where, yeah. where they came from and where they'll go. You know. Yeah, if they have a cotton eye. Mm-hmm. And if their name's Carl Urban. Yeah. <laughs> a, lot of pe- a lot of people ask themselves, um, what kind of shoes does my character wear? It's typically where they start. Um, and they work up from there. I don't get that you, never heard, you never heard that? No. It wasn't really a joke. It was just a fact. There's, really? a handful, <laughs> there's a handful of actors out there. I can't remember any of them off the top of my head, unfortunately, that will start 
figuring out what they think their characters' shoes will wear. What kind of what shoes they sh- wear. Okay, there you go. See, so, yeah, I fucked that sentence up. Yeah. And then, I mean, I guess um, it makes sense. Yeah, and then they start figuring out their mannerisms from there. Usually it starts with the shoes. For hmm. some people, obviously. Hmm. Yeah. That's what we'll do then from now on. We'll decide what type of shoes specifically our characters are wearing. <laughs> um, clogs. Everyone's just wearing clogs in <laughs> the D&D universe. <laughs> All right. Well, let's. I'm, I'm excited to build out this week's clog-wearing son of a bitch. So. All right. Let's get to it. <laughs> We would like to take this moment to shout out our patrons. Thank you so much, Impending Duff, for your patronage. You can check him out at twitch.tv slash impendingduff, where he offers tips and advice on painting Warhammer minis. If you would like to be shouted out here, you can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash rngpc. Sign up at the appropriate tier, and we will shout you out here as well. You can also join our Discord, request character sheets when you sign up. And now, let's get to exploring this week's character. Okay, so, as I kind of hinted at before, the reason I had to prune that beautiful transition you had about Invincible is because when we talked about it earlier today, that's what I was like, cool, that's going to be my inspiration for this week. <laughs> gotcha. Because <laughs> I had nothing. We're, we're recording a little bit ahead and early, so we're, we're recording more quickly than we normally do so that we can have some episodes stored up for when us two go on vacation at different points. So... I was I was trying to figure out what I wanted my character to be this week. So I kind of started at the place of literally the first text you sent me about the relationship between the father and son and how weird that was. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, it's weird because there's like this power dynamic and trying to learn and grow up and live up to these ideals of the father figure who is, you know, a superhero. Um, yeah. So I wanted to start there. So I kind of figured, okay, if I want to make this person that's trying to be like a superhero in this fantasy world and they're trying to live up to the the strength and well-knownness of this person that already exists that is their parent i was looking through the backgrounds through the the d and d wiki.com that we use for backgrounds check it out it's all people make up backgrounds and flush them out pretty fun and there we've even kind of tampered out with making some as well on our patreon episodes if you want to check those out um and anyway so i was looking through there's a lot on there and i found one that i think worked and i dug into it and i liked it a lot it is called the child of a war deity. Okay. So, this says, Few mortals can claim to be a demigod, but fewer still can claim their parentage that you possess. Your non-deific... Deific? Defiac. That's a non-god. way too close to poop. <laughs> it's defecate. That's different. Your non-god <laughs> parent was courted by the mighty deity of war. And then it just says, insert D&D deity here. <laughs> <laughs> together, you, together they sired you, a true child of a war deity itself. Do you strive to earn their respect through bloody battles with a weapon in hand? Or do you seek independence as a mage or an even more drastic way, a pacifist? Do you hope to one day battle at their side, or do you crave the chance to clash your steel to theirs in an epic battle between parent and child? So yeah, I kind of just liked that. I think it was fun, <laughs> and it, yeah, and it it's kind a of cool little, uh, cool little um, paragraph too, or whatever. Right, and it's it's kind of this idea of like a Hercules esque figure, demigod type scenario and thing. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of was like, all right, cool. This will kind of help give us that invincible esque vibe, and they're like, there's literally a. a, a 
well-known, powerful creature that, like, you're trying to be and or fight against yes. and or whatever that everyone in the world knows in some way. Okay. Um, and then from there, I was like, okay, what race kind of works? I was like, okay, I could do, like, a human. And just, like, that's kind of boring and, like, just normal, like, ugh. But then I was even trying to think, like, well, Genasis in some way are, like, half. They're half, like whatever normal human race and then combined with genies. And so I was like, is that yeah. kind of like it? And I was reading through it, but then I was like, Oh, you idiot. ASMR. ASMR. <laughs> uh, uh, sorry. ASMRs literally have <laughs> celestial blood in them. And instead of it being just further down, it's like, Oh no. Yeah. You're just the first descendant in this line. <laughs> you, you are nice, just perfect. There we go. Yeah. And so that's like, all right, cool. And so then I really wanted to lean into like, okay, this is about brute, force and just damage and badassery so i was like this person's just a straight up like fighter so i just wanted the most true dps level like because especially with being from the god of war like i didn't want to go like the pacifist route of it and they're like oh they're trying to change or be different i again wanted to be kind of like invincible in this way of like i want to be like my dad when i grow up and blah blah blah, all this so like yeah yeah so i wanted to go with fighter and then within that background one of the first most well-known uh uh archetypes of it is champion which is just built to do and for champion it says the the archetypal champion focuses on the development of raw physical power honed to deadly perfection those who mold themselves on this archetype combine rigorous training with physical excellence to deal devastating blows you were so close you were so close what did I say you said mold instead of model damn it mold works (laughs) Anyways, it kind of does, but it was so wrong. (laughs) You're wrong. No one else would have known. No one's reading along at home. You're right. You're right. But (laughs) I still call it out. Uh, Anyways, with this, what's cool is at uh, third level, you immediately get what's called uh, called improved critical, which means on a 19 or 20, it counts as a critical hit. So it gives you one more number to roll, which is just dope. Um, And then as well for within the ASMR background uh, i chose the subset of scourger asimar which is at third level you can use your action to unleash divine energy within yourself causing a searing light of to radiate from you pour out it pours out of your eyes and mouth and threatens to char you so literally what happens is for a minute you walk around just emanating light from your orifices 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 whatever and um within a 10 foot radius you cast in light however at the end of each of your turns each creature within 10 feet of you takes radiant damage equal to half your level blah blah blah, whatever in addition once uh once on each of your turns you can deal action radiant damage um however this radiant damage also hurts you though um you're like a bomb yes but you're walking and for one minute and it's not a lot of damage it's just half your level right so even at third level when you first get this you're only dealing two damage like it's just a constant but it's a constant damage that's happening to people around you and i just it's unnecessary damage i like it though but imagine if you get right in the thick of it and you got what like three or four people around you and you're just doing that constant two damage there's you don't like have when you take damage you don't have to like roll a con save to keep this up you don't have to focus on it you know it's just it's constantly there it's just constantly yeah it sounds and, yeah i agree that it's that would be sweet to get like surrounded by baddies mm-hmm. um it'd be like i wish it was almost more powerful to be honest because it'd be cool for it to be like a last ditch effort like you're surrounded sure. by bunch of ghouls they're they're tunneled on you and you're just like you know what i got five hp 
I'm going to use this bitch. I'm going to take damage. They're going to take damage. And hopefully I take some out with me. You know? <laughs> well, and, and and that's the thing, though, is as you go up, it does get stronger, right? So, like, but granted, when you're at 10 level, it's five damage. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. eh, eh. It, it takes a bit to get up there. Um, and, I mean, I get if, if it's something you wanted to try and, I don't know, figure out with your DM to do a little bit more. Because you can only do it once per day. So... It's, but I, I just kind of liked it again as the visual of it, as well as this idea of this person that just wants to be as brutal as their parent. That is this war deity. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of what I brought. Uh, I brought your classic background class race, buddy. I could tell that you were short on ideas when I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I I kind of like it though, also because again, like this. This feels more like a true place where people would really start with building a character, right? No one really sits down and like, okay, I'm going to bring some weird shit. Like, no, usually when you're building a character <laughs> and you're trying to play something in your own campaign, you you have an idea of the, these types of things you're trying to start with. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, other than that, I think I'm ready to start rolling on that uh, that background. Hell yeah, dude. Do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? Um, bum, 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 bum. You can go first. Uh, it's a D8 for the personality trait. I did not read through any of these, so I didn't want to get too too bogged down into any one thing. Okay. Of personality trait. It's a D8, you said? Yep. Bada-bing. All right, all right. I rolled, I rolled a five. God damn it. Which says, I may not swing a sword well, but I can burn your face off with a fireball. That doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense for my character. Great. Great. Immediately just... Okay, well, we'll get back to that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, that was literally the one thing. I was like, well, as long as he doesn't roll a five, this should be fine. I mean, if we have to... Don't we re-roll. We could re-roll. No. No. I think there's a way to make it work. Because the thing to... We'll get into it. We'll get into it later. We got to keep rolling. Keep moving. Okay, gotta you do it keep, then. Keep moving. Roll an ideal, which is next, which is a D8 as well. I rolled a six. See, how hard was that to not roll a five, Nathan? Uh, six says you put frenzy. You put too much not five energy out there. It really did. Um, okay, the ideal is frenzy. Every second spent developing a plan is another second the enemy has to ready their defenses. So it's chaotic. Gotcha. Sorry, give me one second here. You're fine. You're copying and pasting. I get it. I'm I still am. over I'm here copying stewing. and pasting and, and not I'm stewing. <laughs> Oh, yeah? What are you stewing? What are you making? I'm making a fuck you stew, bud. <laughs> I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. There's a one in eight chance that you rolled that garbage one. All right, Bond, D6. Hopefully I don't drop it. I always drop the first D6 mm-hmm. of the day. Earl to six. I have a favorite drinking buddy who was also my childhood friend. Oh, that's fun. Got a little squire. Okay. <laughs> flaw here we go i rolled a three so the flaw is when i get hurt i tend to fly into a rage wildly attacking whatever hit me so there's some anger issues within this character yeah yay it's probably because they're not good with a fucking sword (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's a bummer dude that's a bummer we'll we'll make it work we'll make it work as angry as i am now it's just because that's what that's what's needed for my stew. I started the stew over here. It's got to mix it in. It's got to keep keep it keep it going. Just keep the broth. I don't know, I don't know how to make stew, so I came in and make a joke about part of the process. You just throw a bunch of shit in a pot and boil it with some water. I don't know. 
<laughs> it's ramen stew. I can make that. Technically. I don't know if it's... Nice. I think stew is thicker. I think stew has a little bit more thickness, but otherwise it's just soup. Yeah, that's so, true. Anyways, I don't know. Join us next time for our cooking podcast of the difference between soup and stew. Our cooking podcast would be terrible. <laughs> you're not selling your, it. Your, your advice would be put olive oil on everything, and my advice would Whoa. be peanut butter and jellies are good. But think about it now. You put olive oil on that peanut butter and jelly sandwich, you flip it a few times in heat, and you got a grilled PB&J, baby. That's good. I can't eat those. So good. Mwah. Ever since I threw one up and it was like pooping out of my mouth. What? I can't. I, what? I, I have questions and I just roll. We're moving on. I don't know. Nope. Sorry. If anyone's curious on anything more about that, I apologize. I'm not. You sure? Yep. (laughs) Don't want it. Fine. I don't want any more of that. I'll leave them all hanging. It's gross. It was gross. You know what's even worse about it? Is that I puked in the sink and I was able to pick it up and plop it into the toilet. Why? Because I got blackout drunk, and my roommate's girlfriend made me a grilled peanut butter and jelly sandwich. So apparently, it was mostly peanut butter. So then, when I got sick and puked it up, it was chunky I, peanut okay. butter bread coming mm-hmm. out of my mouth mm-hmm. hole. And since I'm tall, and since I'm tall, I don't like getting on the ground. So in college, I had a bad habit of puking in sinks and not in <laughs> toilets because <laughs> it's a, just a the sink's you're, the ideal height for me to puke into. You're a monster. You know that. <laughs> You're, and then, you're, a, you're a gross monster. And then I was like, oh no, I puked in the sink. And I had picked it up piece by piece How? and put it in the toilet and then flushed it. I, I thought you said you were blackout drunk. This feels like a part of your, your stuff that you don't, you, your brain, if it liked you, would be like, you know what, we're just going to, no, don't worry about you that. Know, you know, when you're puking so violently that you're afraid you're going to have an aneurysm because oh you're God. pooping out of your mouth, your brain tends to remember that. Mm, 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 mm. Okay, we've talked about this ten times longer than I originally ever wanted to. <laughs> and then I, I had a foreign exchange student roommate who heard me yeah. puking at like three in the morning and almost called an ambulance because he thought I was dying. He probably should have. No, he shouldn't have. I said something to him that I don't know if it translates well into this day and age. <laughs> okay. Allegedly you said that. Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly <laughs> I told him. Oh, no. That I, I, that I appreciate your concern that I was sick and, and drank way too much. But I said, however, I do not currently have health insurance. So if you ever feel like I need an ambulance to be called on me, I need you to wake up one of the Americans and let them make that decision. <laughs> so one. I, so I, get, I said to him. Allegedly. Um, Allegedly. That's what's so fucked about our system. Like, one, it's a little bit racist, but also, like, I get it. I get why you... Because it's true. Other people from other countries don't understand that here in America, it's a, like a... Mm, do I really, though, need to be, like, healthcare? Like, to take care of this? Or kind of just rub some dirt on it and then drink and then hope it's okay. Cause if and that's I was, like, 23, case, so I've grown. I wouldn't say that. I would have said those words, but differently... With more I would, have, I, would have, I would have used like my roommates' names, like wake up Nathan or Neil, instead of referring to them as where they came from. But, uh, but yeah, I so think, that's that I story. Think, I think the offensiveness is more so in that you implied that since he wasn't from America, he didn't understand something or he couldn't make the decision. Which, again, I get, but like, yeah, it's the tact in it that I know you've grown and you've learned from. But I like, yeah. I had a really good time living with him too. By the way, he's from Pakistan. We both learned a lot from each other. Mm-hmm. He I held a beer bong. He held a beer bong for me. That was a really cool moment in my life. 
I'm sure in his as well. I'm sure in his. That's yeah. To this day, I'm sure. He wrote me a goodbye letter. Told me to stop drinking. It was real. We had a real good bond. <laughs> Jesus. How did we get here? We're supposed to be rolling stats now at this point. Okay. Strength. <laughs> I rolled I rolled a four, a two, a one, and a one. You give me garbage strength too, you asshole? This is a god this is a child of a god. A war god. And you give me he can't swing a sword in like seven strength? Fuck yep. you. <laughs> Jesus. This is what happens when we record on an off day, I guess. I'm rolling decks. I rolled a six, six, two, one. So I got fourteen. That's a normal number. Every other t- God. Okay, we'll make it work. You know what? We'll make it work. Constitution. We'll make it work. Let's see if this guy can hold his peanut butter and grilled jelly sandwiches down. Peanut butter and grilled just the jelly's grilled, apparently. Ooh. I rolled a six, a six, a four, and a one. All right, so 16. Yeah. Right, not bad. I almost said 18. I was going to argue with you, but I did the math. Intelligence. All right. I rolled a 5, a 4, a 3, and a 1. So that's nine, That's 12 intelligence. It's not bad. All right. Well, I roll the wisdom. Do you want to switch over to our uh, sheet screen? Yes. <laughs> Definitely for everyone at home. <laughs> All right, I rolled a five, a five, a two, and a one, so twelve wisdom. Okay, not bad. And last one's charisma, yes. Yes. All right. Okay, six, four, three, three, so thirteen. Nice. God. I'm pretty sure you get a plus to that based on the yeah. Uh, I get a plus scourge. to con too. No, the, the you do. Scourge gives us plus one con, and then General Asimar gives us gives plus, plus two, two charisma. charisma. Awesome. So, yeah, nothing to strength though. So that's cool. Does is strength their main modifier? A fighter's modifier for a fighter? Yeah. I thought maybe it could have been Dex. Why? Shut, just shut, shut him up. You know what? I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I, I still got. I got. I'm. I'm working through. I'm stewing up here. Do you need to decompress? No, I think I already kind of think I have a way to, to work on this. But go ahead, uh, uh, sir. Do a recap. Okay. All right. So Jake brought with him today to the table three characteristics, and he brought the background of child of a war deity, the class of fighter with the champion subclass. And an Asimar with the um, sub-race of a Scourge Asimar. We then went ahead and we rolled on the background of the Child of a War Deity. And we got the personality trait of, I may not swing a sword well, but I can burn your face off with a fireball. Uh, bummer. Ideal. Frenzy. Every second spent developing a plan is another second the enemy has to ready their defenses. Which comes with a chaotic alignment. Bond. I have a favorite drinking buddy who was also my childhood friend. Flaw. When I get hurt, I tend to fly into rage, wildly attacking whatever hit me. Then we rolled on the stats. We had a strength of 7, a dex of 14, a constitution of 17, intelligence and wisdom are both 12, 
Charisma is a 13. However, we got a plus one to Khan, which made it a 17. And then we have a plus two to Charisma, which makes it a 15. And that's currently where we are. Okay. So, I'm, what I'm going to say here is let's run right at what makes this not work. So, or it's not even not work, but just the difficulty of this, right? So, yeah. the strength of seven is not great. Personality trait, not great. So, let's combine them together. They says, it just says, I might not be able to swing, swing a sword well, but I can burn your face off with a fireball, right? So, mm-hmm. I think we can take just part of that. Because, again, these are, we don't have to stick truly to these. We can, I like the part of I may not swing a sword well. So, and the fireball aspect of it, what we can say is his scourge ability, the radiant energy and all that, like that kind of comes out of him that would burn yeah. people. Um, but again, now taking the sword, sword, the sword thing, the sword swinging, taking the sword swinging with the strength. I think this is just a, a somebody that doesn't use strength-based weapons like swords or hammers or those things. With a decent dex, which gets a plus two, we could go into more ranged finesse-like things. Which dex is, is a, plus, a plus two? With a 14. With a 14, he has a plus oh, two. Oh, sorry. sorry. I'm, yeah, ta- okay. I'm talking yep. in-game mechanics. Um, okay. So, and if anything, too, I mean... The, 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 again, and, and what we'll always say, and I always say with our stats, again, your stats are going to change based on what your DM wants you to do with stats and all that. We use them here to help define the part of the backstory or whatever. And I think what this kind of does and help with is this person feels lesser than because their strength is lower than they think it should be. They yeah. think they're too weak, which kind of then helps feed into this flaw of when I get hurt, I tend to fly into a rage wildly attacking whatever hit me right yeah if they think they're still way too weak and blah blah all this they get hurt they just lash out um so all the that. lashing out thing could even be just because of the this i don't know if we've established we haven't established this yet but this character could potentially have an ego because of their parents like the child of a war mm-hmm. deity and like if you could say like how dare you hit you hitting me mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that kind of thing but yeah i like that too and that's and that and so that's that's how I think we can make this kind of work. If you if you want to take this character and you want to use it at some point and you do want them to be a more badass up in your face like fighter, obviously put more of your whether it's point by or whatever you're doing into strength. With this, all I'm saying is you want your con to also be high though, because again you got to think with this ability of the scourger, which I again I like and I think will play into the backstory a little bit more. They're going to be taking damage from that every time they're doing it as well for a minute. Yeah. So like. Even if at starting at uh, uh, third level when you start it, you're taking you're doing two damage to everybody. That means for a minute though, for ten rounds, you yourself are also taking two damage every round if you keep it up the whole time. You can close it as a bonus action, but that means you are going to be accepting that you're going to be taking twenty damage. <laughs> so yeah. having high con is just as important as the strength because and and that's why it's great that the con is already so high with this. So they are hardy, right? And that's where again I think. What, what this speaks to with the low strength, and this is, again, just me doing mental gymnastics and how it's going to affect the backstory when we get to that, is <laughs> they think they're weaker than they should be. And I think okay. that just sticks, that, that speaks true to having a parent that was literally a god. <laughs> like, the whole yes. time, you're going to feel like, damn it, I should be stronger. Damn it, I should be... Like, they're, they're wanting to work on that. That's something that they feel like they need to do to prove themselves more. So Yes, I agree. And with that, I think then I like the idea that they're just not good with the sword. 
they're just like they're they just get so aggressive and, and it would speak true right to the strength role um so i don't think because uh, clearly what this this personality trait is trying to say is oh they prefer magic to brutal force no I know, right? <laughs> Just no. I'm not, I'm not could, taking maybe, that. Maybe you could multi-class into like a wizard or something. I mean, you could. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to do this like that. Um, I, I want this, the, the burning of the face to come from the fact that they have this radiant energy. That even when they do hit, that's the other thing too about Asimars. Every, on the first, I think it's the first time you damage on every turn, you can add radiant damage to it as well. So like that's the whole thing is they're, they're constantly doing this radiant-esque damage. Um let me just make sure I'm correct about that. Oh, it's once it's out. So once you once you're doing that, you can add radiant damage to your normal attacks as well. Um, oh, so when okay, so when you've done your ability, you can add damage to your normal attacks. Yes. So it's not nice. just that aura. It's also while that's happening, you can add a d6 of radiant damage that goes up as you level as well. I believe. Um, so that's part of that as well. Um, yeah. Okay. Cool. So. That's at least how I'm saying we, we, we deal with those things. Now let's actually get into the background uh, of this character, where they started and where they're going. Um, okay. Yeah. And where they've been. Yeah. And what shoes they wear. Yes. Clogs. <laughs> um, frenzy. Every sec- So the, there's somebody that rushes into battle. I like this drinking buddy person. Um, and what, what I'm trying to decide... I think, again, since this is coming from the inspiration of an invincible type thing, I want this war god of whatever it is. And I, and I, I was looking through a lot of different war gods when also looking at this and being like, okay, which one is it? But okay. it's going to be different for every um, pantheon and every DM. I think, though, I kind of like the idea that they were there as an actual parent kind of like again okay. invincible so it's not like oh yeah mom just always said she got knocked up by the war god like no they were actually there and, and there's even female war deities so it could be that like like in athena's technically in, in greek mythology is a female war deity and i mm-hmm. think it could be interesting to play with which one of them was the the war god or goddess because i like the idea that this person was raised under them and, like, the reason that the TD came down is just they just wanted to start their own family in some way. They wanted to have a okay. thing down there. And then, like, I think they leave at some point. <laughs> and, and and so that's where it's just kind of like, okay, so now, now they're going out trying to get them to come back home. <laughs> okay. Uh, and so, like, they're, they're trying to do whatever they can to show that, like, maybe, the, again, like in a, in a classic parent separation thing, they think it's their fault. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> um, and it's all my fault. And, and well, the reason the reason I like that is because I think it gives um, the DM a reason to be like, okay, yeah, sure, the war deity was doing that, but now they're back to doing whatever it is they normally would do, and however they view deities and, and all this stuff. Um, okay. So yeah, what do you think of that? So you're saying that at some point, so the, the deity, whether it's the mom or the dad, is present throughout most of our character's life, but right. eventually has to go back to like Mount Olympus, for example, and start right. being a god again well, it's for whatever they, reason. It's not that they ever stopped being a god, and that's the thing, too. Is I think to, to our character, they don't fully understand what it, what it means to be a god. Because, again, and, and this is where in my own world or realm, I would totally allow it to be like, well, it's not like they stopped being a god. They just yeah. had a, a uh, avatar of some sort down here on this plane, which they interacted with 
their family in some way. But I think to our okay. character... Like a cow. Sure. Could definitely be a... Zeus became a cow a lot. Zeus became big a lot a of things bull. to fuck a lot of people. Right? <laughs> that's just that's just canon across all... He's like, it's Greek, right? Greek mythology, Zeus? Yes. Okay. That's it's Apollo's... Myths, uh, baby. Uh, that's a plug. It's a good podcast if you haven't heard it. Uh, it really is it's, solid. It's, 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 yeah, let's talk about myths, baby. Check him, check her out. She's smart and funny. Um, we don't actually know her in real life. No, we don't. I've just found her. I wish here. I did. Yeah, she seems cool. Um, <laughs> anyways, Zeus became a lot of different things, but as a parent, I want this person to be a human deity that treated them like a. And so, but what I'm getting at is, as a child, they don't get exactly what it takes to be a god, and they assume that like, oh, they went off because of god things and blah blah and all this. And again, as the DM, leave it up to like whatever you, whatever this god's you know motivations are. Yeah. Okay, fine, they left. But like, I think it's maybe a more human reason because I think that would be the more fun character like twist and reveal. But essentially, I think their goal kind of just becomes they want to get the attention of their parent again and live up to whatever they they are doing. So I think I think they train under them for a bit and then they're just gone. And, and the thing too is maybe. Maybe they're being held captive. Maybe there is something that happened that actually they need to be saved from. I think all our character knows is they were there, and now they're not. And Okay, so you don't want to flesh that out? Because I, I think it'd be cool. It's like, what if the parent left because they were called to be like a um, a higher, a high-ranking person in a war that actually was taking place? And it's like, we need your expertise. We need your help as sure. like this and... Um, you, can, you you need to come to war for us. And he's like, all right, sure. You know what? I'll do it. Blah blah blah. But and the son's other kid is like, I want to go with you too. I've been doing all this training. Like I'm going to be just like you. He's like, no, it's too mm-hmm. dangerous. You're not ready yet. You're not ready yet. You have to stay behind. But then eventually, um, the, kid, the kid's like, f that, and runs off after him. That could also work. Well, and that's where I guess maybe then we should flesh out when when the the parent leaves. When the, yeah. the, the that's just my, that's just my idea. Like I said, if you if you don't want to flesh it out here, we don't have to. But that's the first thing that popped into my head. Well, and and that's where it's like I think I think it's more I think it's more fun to have that figure out within the world. Like I don't want it to be like oh it's a war and then the DM be like oh okay I guess well I, I have to make a war now yeah like I haven't really yeah. I don't know what the war is or who the factions are what's going on with that like and so that's where it's like. I think if we just leave it ambiguous and the child could have been like, I don't know, not like old enough to know what's happening, but not old enough yeah. to know why it's happening. Okay. Um, so that that's my only, my only concern with it. I, I, Cause what I always like about character stuff that I've either seen done or try and do myself or enjoy playing is that it feels like it cohesively fits in. So instead yeah. of trying to come in with something where it's like, Oh, I need you to do this for me. It's like, Here's kind of what I got out of it. Whatever it fits into your world, let's figure it out as it's happening. I'll learn it as my character learns it. Um, yeah. Because I think that allows for it to feel more like, oh, this is a world that my character belongs in. Um, okay. And not trying to shoehorn it in. But I do yes. like that idea. That could, that could be the case. It could be a war. It could be that they were just over being down here with mortals. <laughs> it could be that they they got kidnapped. It could be that they're just like, you know... They live forever, so the way they experience time is different. And sure, they've been gone for a bit, like, but or they could be they were disappointed in the kid. It could be a, a plethora of of things. Um, they wanted a new woman. Gods right? are fickle. Yep, yep. 
Should want a new <laughs> or they wanted man. a new man. Yep. Yeah, exactly, yep. exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so I think that's kind of where they start. So I think I think they they grow up kind of still training under under their their parent, their godparent. <laughs> um, it's a pun. Cause did you just? I I only, I didn't mean it on purpose. I caught it later. God parent, the parent that's a god, but god parents a thing. And you get it. You get it. You get god it. People aren't real. Woof! Wow, I'm a godparent, sir. Well, you're not real. What? What? Are you telling me I was the clone all along? Yeah. No. No. I'd no. make a Final Fantasy Ten reference, but you wouldn't get it. So I wouldn't. I I haven't been on any of the fantasies, let alone the finalist one. So. <laughs> Uh, all right, moving on. So, what'd you say? Before um, you do terrible puns, I blocked out that entire 15 seconds. <laughs> I, like, I like how your brain will just like, nope, all of that's gone. Just control, yeah. delete that. That's safe. My brain functions up. exactly like the SpongeBob brain in the episode where he learns fine dining. Have you yeah, seen that one? I have. Yeah, so I, they have a very efficient dumping system. They where burn if it. I hear something I don't want to hear, they just take it out and burn it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> efficient. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so what I was just saying is I think they do like their, their reason for being a fighter and all this is again, because they grew up with a parent that was teaching them all that. Um, okay. I'm trying to decide. I think, I think though for them, they're, they're trying to find a way to get better at it and learn it. Um, but again, they're weaker than they feel like they should be. Um, and so anytime they use a sword or melee like weapons, it's not great. (laughs) And what I was gonna say is I think they join a city guard in some way at some point. Okay. And they're just too brutal, not too brutal, but too like angry for it. And I, but I think that's where they meet this drinking buddy. I like that. They're both night people, night guardsmen. Yeah, they're like city. They both, maybe they both aren't good at it for, for different reasons. Yeah. Like um, this one's too angry. And the other one, maybe he's like too fat or something. <laughs> it can be like Jon Snow and what's his face. Oh, Hodor. Is that his name? No, not Hodor. It was, uh, that's, no. Hodor's there, but no, it's, um, oh, it's gonna bug me. Uh, he's a maester. Oh. He becomes a maester in the end. Uh, yeah. T- uh, Tully. He's, uh, he's a Tully. It doesn't matter what happens in the end. Got, okay. One, fair. Two, um, <laughs> Sam Tully. Yes, I got it. Sam was great. I like that. <laughs> that's actually what I want to use now. It's, it's a, it's a Jon Snow, Sam Tully type friendship. Okay. Um, and what else we got here? Yeah, so I think that their ideal, their frenzy, their chaoticness of it doesn't play out well with the city's guard because the city guard's like, we literally don't attack anything. We wait for people to attack us and we defend. And literally it's like, what? No, you have to go out and suss out those people and, and take them out and show them no mercy and make them afraid of, of you. Like, you have to start it because it, like I think their mentality on stuff is something will always happen, so I'd rather be the one making it happen than the one it's happening to. Ooh, does that make sense? So, the, so what the shoes they're wearing are running shoes because they're always running into it. Pumas, yes. <laughs> they will always attack and never prefer to be attacked. Okay, sounds good. Okay, so there's be no, no, you're fine. So I like I mean, it. The I think the reason though they they joined the city watch is because they thought that was the most effective war type like thing that could impress their their godparent that's now gone um yeah and then through that just doesn't fit doesn't mesh um and now they're they're just kind of going out and trying to find 
It could have also, yeah, right. also just looking for trouble. Well, what were you going to say? <laughs> I was going to say it also just could have just been like um, that was the one place I could have gone to just continue some level of training after their parent left. Yeah, yeah, and and that's the thing but, too is and, and so I think to to that point I think everything they everything they're bad at they assume it's because it's not something their parent wanted them to do. <laughs> Okay. So it's like, here's how you do the sword melee. And it's like, no, that's wrong. That's I, like, it doesn't work. That's not how I would do That's dumb. That's dumb. Like, I, I think, I think they have a, a, what's the right term? It's like a type of complex when it comes to stuff like that. It's like, it's not that they're bad at it. It's that it's dumb <laughs> or that it's wrong. It's that it's like, <laughs> no, uh, uh-uh, that's not how it's supposed to be at all. It's supposed to be like this. Um, the Nathan complex. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I was trying to look <laughs> through as well. There's different fighting styles and that's something you literally choose right at the first level and there is archery in there where you get plus two to attack rolls made with ranged weapons oh um but my like i I still feel like they're they're a more in your face type thing and so that's what i'm trying to see what these different fighting styles are that might be better at being able to get up in somebody's face but not with a sword (laughs) i mean i guess there's there's more finesse weapons that you yeah. Can you get like do. a rapier when you're wiel- yeah. when you're wielding a melee weapon in one hand, and no other weapons. You gain a plus two. Maybe like maybe the godparent didn't see the point in more finesse weapons, and they, even they were more of a blunt, just like yeah. lop your head off with a great sword kind of combat person. But he Ooh. always this character always had better like finesse Ooh. and quickness. I like that. And and okay, so now we're going to a little bit more backstory stuff, and I think this also kind of ties into Invincible as well. I think they resent their non-godparent because they assume the weaknesses that they have come from that. Come from that. Okay. And I think to that point, to this exact point you just brought up, they are better at being more finesse and being more of these things that are more seen as human or mortal. And like that's what makes them different. And it's their their journey. What I would like to do for them is to realize that like fighting against their own flaw, uh, not flaw. Uh, their ideal mm-hmm. in that no it's okay to try and be more precise and less blunt it's okay to be more like dexterous with this and less strong with it like there's a way to plan something out and be just as damaging as it yeah. is to be the strongest biggest thing in the room and so if they're able to accept that in themselves like and then kind of like I think they're angry at their non-godparent, and if they work through that, it will allow them to be a better, stronger fighter or more successful fighter. Because they'll 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 lean into what they are and stop trying to be angry about it and be something they're not. If that makes sense. Okay. Does that make yes, sense? Yes, it does, and I like it. So, whichever one of their parents isn't isn't the god is still there, still in that town that they grew up, still in the town where the, they got kicked out of the city guard. Um, I think when we meet them is right after they leave uh, with the city guard with their drinking buddy um, type thing just to go out and like, fuck this. I'm going to go find something better. I don't need to be here. Like, I think they're even kind of going on a pilgrimage to wherever the war gods like temple or thing is and like trying to learn more about that parent. And the other thing I'll add to this is I don't think people believe that his one of his parents (laughs) is this war god. Okay, so you think he he would um, or they would um, put that out there? They'd be open about that. I I think it's one of those things. I don't. I don't. I'm trying to not make them the super cliche boastful. Do you know who my dad is? Like, yeah. Like, I think it, it, if it comes up and people talk to him about it, they they will. Like, they don't hide it, but 
I, I think like because there's going to be clerics or paladins of this god that they interact with, and I think that it, it would almost be one of those things where again it's like it's almost unheard of to have a situation like this, right? It, like sure, Asimars exist and their lineage from whatever, and people are aware that they're you know a rare thing, but none, yeah. none almost never are they the direct like first descendant of a god in some way, especially if she, if this person is not strong and amazing at whatever. Okay. Yeah, sure. The, the war gods, your dad, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you can't even chop down a tree in a blow. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Um, so I think it, it becomes this, this proving type game, um, for them. Um, okay. I like it. I think that I agree. I, I agree with what you said too. I don't think they'd be like boasting it around, but if it came up, they'd be like, yeah, my mom slash dad or whoever's like, yeah, you know, Kratos. Right. Right. And, and and that's where it's, I think it's one of those things where I, it's interesting because I, I'm trying to think through the, like, uh, I'm trying to feel the empathy for that as a person. It's like, they know that they're not as good as them and they know the retort of any person that knows that being is going to be, okay, well then prove it. And they know they can't. <laughs> they know, they know that there's, uh, they lack in some way of yeah. it. So that, like, it's still a point of pride for them, but it's it's almost like one of those things where they just don't want to talk about it. <laughs> like, and maybe the, that's and maybe that's something like based on what we've broken down here for the timeline of this character and when we're going to meet them. Maybe this is just something that we could tell the player to keep in mind. Like, sure, maybe maybe what we just discussed becomes part of this character. You know, like yeah. they'd stop bringing it up because they get ridiculed every time they do. Right. I'm sure the city guard constantly just heckle them for that because whatever the whatever oh, the whatever the the avatar like the human avatar that the God took and came down, everyone else just saw them as Dave or whatever, or like Sharon from like whatever. And like they, they came down and this is where I think I leave it up to the DM, but at least in my head, they came down because it's like, you know what? I want to, I want to have a family. Like I've, I've destroyed, I'm I'm a, I'm a God of war and all this, but like, okay, what's this about? What is this side? What is that about? Like, mm, okay, feel it out, suss it out, see what it is. And then they move on. Like, because that's okay. as immortal beings do. <laughs> like, and that's where it's like, again, why they move on. And, and maybe maybe their goals coming down here was different. Maybe they did want this person to be this thing. But I think the important thing for our character is they knew them as, as, a, as a human avatar and kind of in an uh, invincible-esque way. One day, their parent just tells them, by the way, I'm this. This is why you're an Asimar and blah, blah, blah <laughs> and all that. Um, and... So they, they have that weight, and then when they leave, it's just kind of like, okay, wait, what? <laughs> what the fuck do I do now? Um, and I think for the DM, things for them to think on are really why did they come down, and then also why did they leave? Those two big okay. things. And, and those could tie into events that are happening in the world, or it could be completely irrelevant to the events in the world. But I think as long as you explore that, it'll help the DM and player kind of figure out where they want it to go from there. Um, and cool. And yeah, I'm trying to think, I think right now they're trying to just find themselves. I think they're out in the world. They, they know they have this brutality about them and they want to try and get better at it. Um, and I'm trying to still think like when I'm thinking, looking at the, the fighting styles, there's thrown weapon fighting. You can draw a weapon that has, the throne property is part of an attack you make with the weapon. Oh, I, I guess that's another thing I have to come up against. 
But in addition, when you hit with a ranged attack using a thrown weapon, you gain a plus two with the damage roll. True weapon fighting, unarmored fighting, close quarters, shoot others or unearth arcana. I think your best bet is um, the dueling. The dueling? When you wield a melee weapon in one hand and no other weapons, you gain plus two damage. Plus two to damage rolls with that weapon. It's just damage, though. Which I guess... But So, so that's the thing. And I, and I guess you could go with a rapier, and you could go with a more finesse. Um, with, and this allows you to have a shield. Because essentially yeah, that's true. Just, just has no other weapons. It doesn't say nothing else in your hand. Yeah, this is what Andorin has. Andorin has dueling. Um, so it allows him to have that shield and do more damage. Um, which is my paladin that I play on the thing. Um, great weapon fighting when you roll a one or a two. Uh, for damage that I said, ooh, see that just might, that's just based, this is just do more damage. You'll never roll a one or a two, uh, or if you do, you oh, nice. Roll um, on, but that's just on damage dice, it's not on attacks. Um, interceptions more about protecting people, protections also about protecting people. Superior <laughs> technique you learn one maneuver of your choice from among these available to the battle master archetype. Uh, okay. So it gives you battle master. That's eh, superiority dice. That's just adding complexity to it. Um, I think, I mean, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll leave that up to, to whomever. I think that's the thing they're trying to figure out. Cause I think archery could work. I think dueling could work to your point. It allows them to do more damage, which is, I think is the main thing for this character. Um, and I like thrown weapon because that almost makes it like, you can throw a spear. You can throw a throwing yeah. hammer. You can throw hand axes. You could. I think. I guess archery doesn't have a thrown uh, property to it, but like, because right now we're trying to fit in with that uh, personality trait of the. I might not swing a sword well, but I can burn your face <laughs> with a fireball. <laughs> um, I like dueling, personally. Okay. That's what I've landed on. So that that essentially just means, and, and and I think too to that point, and 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 the thing too about. I'm going to look at fighter again. So you get a fighting style at first, and then you get your martial archetype, blah, 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 versatility. Um, within the fighter one, you get an additional fighting style at 10th for champion. So like you can add on to it. So my thing is, I think dueling would be once they realized, oh, okay, it's not about just being brutal. It's about treating it like a like an actual game. And, and, and understanding how to duel and not just fight. So I think that's what they would eventually maybe take later. But right now up front, they're trying to be more... And this is getting way too into the weeds of it probably. Yep. But, but but I think... Throwing weapon fighting almost just makes me think they're just going to be chucking shit around. <laughs> Throwing um, weapon fighting's dumb in my opinion. Hella dumb. Okay. Well, it's you like, know what? Dad, why would I attack someone with a sword and I can just throw it at them? I could just chuck a rock at people. <laughs> um, but again, that could lead to why they think, "Oh no, I lost my, I lost them. They left because I was just throwing things." <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think, I, th- I think at this point, we don't need to go into. It. I don't think we need to define it too much here. There's options. We've kind of talked through them. People can kind of choose how they would like to play this character. And again, th- yeah. we're doing this based on the stats as well. Because if you have a great strength and you have the thing, I might not swing a sword well. Okay, then you're just you're just super aggro with a hammer. Like there, there's ways to go around personality traits. I like that again. The burn your face with fireball is the radiant damage they do. Is yes, that, that's what it is. If I'm not taking it as magic, I'm taking it as I am radiant as fuck. Um, but okay, cool. Let me see. Um, 
think that's pretty much everything other than like the little shit in the third tier that that and then the the last thing i want to say is i i would like to try and do this if uh if the dm would let it i want the the drinking buddy to be kind of like a companion of some sort that's just kind okay. of there. Like, like a squire of some sort, essentially. Someone that just kind of hypes them up. They don't have to do a bunch. If anything, I, I kind of like giving a liability to a person, right? And, like, I think this person is almost like a, like a worshiper and a follower of them as a person. And they kind of like it because it's like, oh, this is what, like, my parent had. They have people that follow them and give them, you know, meaning and, and, and all these different things. So, I like, if you talk to the DM that could be cool if not there maybe there's somebody somewhere in a town that'll give you something when you come back in and like give you respite um yeah flaw when i get hit fine to read i think that's just general speaks to they have very short fuse because of a lot of the issues that we've talked about <laughs> their their general lack for feeling like they're lesser than um all right cool um yeah cool um allies and organizations the their non-god parent is still there in the town the town they're originally from the town guard there um and i think i would put their like drinking buddy okay as the other one um and if they're in the town cool if they're not and they're with them i'd prefer that but you know it is what it is um alignment i think they're chaotic neutral i don't think they're good nah definitely not good um and they're not chaotic evil. They're not. I mean, mm, oh, they're, evil. Probably, they're probably closer Sorry. to chaotic evil than they are chaotic good, honestly. Because if they're going out trying to just discover, you know, their own brutality, but I guess that's the it's the nature of it. They're trying to decide are they chaotic good or are they chaotic evil. Ugh, who knows? Um, okay, uh, Asimars um, are age the same age as humans. So I'm gonna say this one's in its late twenties. It spent five or some odd years in in the town guard after it was like 18 or so and is now designed like fuck it i'm gonna go out into the world and and figure out i'm gonna get mine (laughs) (laughs) um and then all right cool where's i want to look at now we're looking at appearance Oh, that's right. They have glowing that's a features. Terrible picture. This one. Yep. Well, I think it looks fine. Um, I'm looks looking like little Nikki. A little bit. Um, um, bum, 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 bum. So they have glowing features, but I'm trying to think also like a war guy. Do they all have wings? No, but there's some feats. So within Asimar, um, you get the protector which gives you wings, which allow you to fly for a minute. They come out and you can fly. There's the fallen then, which has like, um, ghostly wings, I think of some sort. Okay. Yeah. Flightless wings. So like, that's why it's kind of like scourge is the one that doesn't have wings incorporated with it in some fashion. Um, so I think with this one though, since it is a, a like war God, I'm trying to think what they would kind of look like. Cause I want to mirror that. God of War 5e. Sure. So we got Tempest. <laughs> so they're just giant. Ooh, wow. This one's got a full six pack. Um, Kratos, baby. I think I think they're golden. I think they're golden crimson. Because, again, when looking at, and I think the general consensus of of gods of war is they have gold and red in them yeah. in some way. The blood of their um, enemies. So I think that would be the main way that uh, they should interact with people. 
So yeah, I think it's just I, I think so when I'm looking at ASMRs as well, they have glowing features and then they're generally kind of angelic looking. So I think this person is I'm gonna say they're more gangly. So they're like six three, six let's say six four. So they're tall, but very, very slender. Um maybe weighs like what do you say, two hundred and twenty pounds at that height, you look you're probably real Sure. Real yes. small. Um and I think they have palish skin that has a gold hue to it. And then I think they have red markings kind of on their skin. I'm trying to see if there's like a consistent. What's this one kind of look like? So it's goldish hue. Okay, what if it's uh, um, like a dark. No, not dark. I'm trying to think of its hair. So they usually say angelic hair. Um, what is this one? Oh, jeez. Oh, they, they can have darker hair. Okay, so, so I think they have like a dark red hair that they pull back into a tight, uh, like ponytail of some sort that comes down just past their shoulders. Um, and so it's, yeah, it's like dark crimson red. And then on on their face, I think they have, uh, like a marking coming down from their chin that is uh, dark red as well. It looks like kind of okay. like a, a goatee-esque looking thing. And I think that also runs down their arms. So like from their shoulders, like down okay. down their arms to their hand is a, is a red line of some sort. And so that, that kind of comes down both shoulders, down their arms, and then it's got red, like that dark kind of red that's a similar color to their hair. Okay. It's just a red line. Yeah, it's like two inches thick, an inch or two inches that 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 comes okay. down, um, and I think because I think when they yell and they scream, that glows red, and I think that'd be dope. Okay. Um, sweet. Yeah, and I think I think they have whatever armor they took from the town's guard when they just bailed, um, so nothing too crazy. It, it's just like you know nicer armor, and then they're. I'm trying to think. I think they probably have the symbol of the war god in some way. I think they 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 carry it. Where, 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 yeah, I think they just carry. It. I don't think they wear it like a cleric or paladin would, but like in a in a prominent type way. I think it's one of those things that they keep on them as almost like a um, like a keepsake. Like it's on a necklace or it's on a chain type thing. But uh-huh. it's yeah, yeah. But all right, um, sweet. What do you think? I like it. Cool. All right. Well, It'd be cooler if I didn't fuck your strength stat up, but that's okay. But see, but we're, again, we're working towards the coolness. And and that's the thing is like, while you did roll a super low number and this fucking sword bullshit, it, it gave us that that idea of this complex. It helped define that this character isn't the badass and all the yeah. Watch it like it's that he he feels like he should be and. Therefore, it makes him feel lesser than no matter what, no matter how strong he is. I think that's what it speaks to is he feels like he's not strong enough. Yeah, like, so, you're so, welcome. Don't. Okay. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not thanking you. I'm saying what it did. It's different. Um, the last thing, I guess, is we need the name, right? <gasps> yeah, you do. We keep putting that off. He's from a human. Kratos. No. 
I'm trying to think. Okay, so we grew up in a normal human. The other thing, too, I was thinking about at some point is I would have loved to done, and I think I'll do this eventually later, but I would love to do like a dwarven Asimar. So the whole thing about Asimars is they just have some sort of celestial lineage. And I was like, oh, what if it's a dwarven one? So they look just like a dwarf, but they have the like the same type of glowing like features and all that. Like, I thought that would have been interesting, but I was like, nah, not, not here. I'm trying to, I don't want to complicate this for no reason. I'll complicate something later. <laughs> um, so, normal human name from a normal, rather human place, but I think there is a, a god level aspect to it. Um, let me see. Let me look up war in Latin. That's not how you spell <laughs> Latin. Ooh, belli- bellum? Oh, I can't hear it. Uh, nope, that's not the one I want either. Oh, wait, no, maybe you guys can hear it too. Here, let's see. Bellum. Ooh, did you hear that? Bellum. <laughs> um, so what if it's just Bellius? Bellius? Yeah. Bell- okay. Bellius. Bellius. Uh, trying to think what, what the family name. So it's. Oh, what sounds good with that? Bellius. Boner. Belly is boner. There we go. Some Wandavision level stuff happening here. I like it. <laughs> Wandavision. Did you watch? Did you watch all of Wandavision? Yeah. Okay. I think that joke. Spoiler alert for anyone that watched all of Wandavision. What was the name of Ed, Evan Peters' real character in that? I boner. don't fucking remember they, that they, shit. They they gave him the name Boner as like a joke to everyone that thought he was going to be the Quicksilver from the other universe. They just gave him like a joke name, like something Boner. Gotcha. <laughs> and so it was just like a ha ha jokes on you. Uh, I think uh, I think uh, oh, I almost said Boromir, <laughs> but like something like <laughs> uh, Bellius Bellius Bra Braham Gronkowski. No. <laughs> no, Calic. I think it's Bell- Bellius Calic. Okay. Doesn't matter. The family, that, na- family name is Calic. No, with a C. Not with a uh, K. So we're not BK. Got it. Yes. Not the BK Lounge. Um, yes, I like it. So it's spelled, as everyone who's already clicked on this episode of the podcast knows, B-E-L-L-I-U-S, Bellius, and then Calic, C-A-L-L-I-K, Calic. Bellius Calic. And it actually kind of sounds, this was unintentional, but now I like it. Irish and Celtic in some way, and with him being this dark red haired with the pale skin, it works. Yeah, a yeah, little bit, a little bit. Oh, I've built this Celtic Irish war <laughs> demigod <laughs> <laughs> that's not good with the hammer, throw, so he throws shit. <laughs> or uh, not good with a sword, whatever, it doesn't matter. Cool. All right, I like Bellius Calic. Um, all right, cool. I don't think we have anything Sweet. else. We did it. We made it. We made it, fam. You're da- Let's. Hey. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know what I'm singing right now. It's, We're over. it's so fucking hot in this room today. <laughs> oh my god! That's what we get for recording in the middle of the day and not at our normal time. It's like but, 93 degrees outside. Ooh. Uh, f- uh, we'll talk about it on the, on, on the Twitch. I don't want to talk about it here because we're ready now to get to our uh, role playing. Okay, ready? Yeah, yeah. We find ourselves within the illustrious world of Podcastria at the Seedy Tavern. And it is, um, it's dinner time. And there's a 
special tonight. It's they got um, fish and chips and an ale for four silver tonight. They got an abundance of fish that was going to go bad, so they deep fried it, and they got some chips, and then they've got an extra special order of uh, some ales, some kegs of ale from a local nearby town, and they decided to put it on special, and it's it's, it's everyone's having a good time, um, and there's a bunch of people in the bar, and um, standing around, walking, people are bumping into each other, but it's all um, very high energy, uh, full staff today, we got, we got Louie, we got Mary, we got Bar, we got, you know, Barry's there in the back mostly because he can't move very fast. Uh, Trevor's just constantly stressing out in the bathroom, maybe puking, vomiting on a sweater already, you know. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that's kind of where we're at. Uh, it's the atmosphere we're enter- we, are, we are experiencing. And then uh, a new guest enters this controlled chaos. Um, and what... Uh, what do they do? Uh, Sibelius enters and he kind of looks around and he kind of steps forward into the the madness of the room and out from behind him, a little shorter guy uh, kind of looks around and he's this kind of stout looking, short black hair, kind of meek uh, individual that kind of then looks around. Sibelius puts his hands on his hips and just then Looks down and goes, oh, Aye, all right, well, Steve, why don't you just go try and find us somewhere to be able to sit down, why don't you? And he's, Okay, y'all got it. And he kind of runs off, and then he goes into the crowd, and Blaze looks, and then takes off his little bit of a cloak-like thing that comes over his, his armor, and he walks up over towards the, the bar and looks at whoever's back there, and he sets down his coat kind of over the the edge of the bar and just waits um mary's the first one to show up and set set a uh a napkin down and go hey hi, uh, hi welcome to the cd tavern uh, what can i get for you thank you appreciate it uh well i don't know i guess we're looking for room and board and it looks like it's a bit busy down here right now as well uh i need a place uh, for two people uh, as well as uh, what meals do you currently have? One bed? Two beds? I would prefer two, but if one, I'd okay. sure Steve wouldn't mind sleeping on the floor. We, we, we have a two-bed uh, two suite available. Um, as far as food goes, we're running a, a fish and chips and ale special for four silver. Uh, right now, it's kind of what I, why everyone's here. Right. Well, uh, my friend, and he kind of just points across the place where you see now this this Steve like individual kind of bobbing and weaving through and, and finally finds a, a table where or now he's looking back over and he's kind of waving he's like uh, my my companion over there or oh, seems to have found a place for us uh, so where I can order something here and have it delivered uh, over there yeah uh, yep or, or yeah you can either order something here and we can bring it to you or you can stay there go over there and someone will come take care of you over there as well all right, look, 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 last, whatever works best for you. I just don't want to. It looks like you're kind of uh, overrun this evening, and I don't want to cause any more chaos than is already here. Oh no, we're we're it's fine. I, I kind of like it when it's like this, to be honest. But um, yeah, to be honest, it'd probably be easier if you just took or, um an order um at your table. I think I think that's Louis' section over there. 
Oh, all right. Well, then, well, I guess that's where I'll make my way to. And he kind of grabs the coat, uh, cloak back up off the table. All right, my name is Mary if you need anything, but Louis should be right with you. Well, it was a pleasure meeting you, Mary. And he kind of yeah, walks well. over and makes his way over towards Steve. And he kind of gets there and she's like, Hey, yeah, so uh, I was able to make sure we got this spot. I appreciate it, Steve. Uh, apparently someone named Louis will be around here to uh, take our order. Here, put this. And he kind of hands the cloak, put this around that chair. Uh, I, I guess we just wait. And he's kind of... So as, as you sit down... As you sit down, this um, is Louis, Louis an elf, right? <laughs> sure. As you sit down, this uh, this elven gentleman approaches you, um, f- kind of snooty, nose up, kind of posture, um, and goes, "What can I get you?" Well, I heard there's uh, some sort of fish special. Oh yeah, Steve. Apparently, there's a, a fish special they're having right now. Oh, uh, yes, fish and right. chips and an ale for four silver. Well, well I'll, get, I'll, get, I'll have that. That sounds fine to me. Is that all you have, though, currently? I'm not one to really appreciate fried foods. You know, I hate to be this person. Actually, no, I don't. Yes, our kitchen cannot handle serving anything other than that right now. All right, well. I guess that's fine. Uh, just bring me out some of the chips, and I don't need any of the fish. Would your friend like the fish? Oh, yeah, no, belly. I wouldn't mind having it at all. All right, fine, fine. Bring the fish out for him as well. <laughs> nice! Oh, oh, actually, too, and then there's any way we could double those ales. I'd really appreciate being able to have uh, this more here with seeing how busy you are, and uh, I don't want... Uh, Looks like you'd be running around quite a bit already, so if you can manage to carry four of those over, I'd really appreciate it. All right. Yes, but the other two will be normal price. You have to get, you have to get, you have to get all three to get the four silver deal. Wait, so it doesn't... So the other... That's fine. Whatever. So there's, there's two that are included with the meal, and then the other two are... What's the normal price? Three silver. All right, that doesn't seem much like an issue, so go ahead. Let's throw them on. Oh, all right. Steve, we've talked about this. We've just gotten here into town. We don't need to get too carried away. Oh, well, you said we're going to stay here as well, right, man? Yes, fine. There's a suite upstairs. Just make sure we're up and ready to go in the morning. Oh, I don't all right, you guys, you, guys, you guys are getting a room as well. Yes, I talked to you the last behind the... Can't all right, that's all nice. I will send Barlow over to get your information to bring you a key. I'll be back with your food, and then he rushes away. <laughs> that guy's kind of a prick, ain't he? Oh, I couldn't, wasn't going to say anything. I didn't want to start a fight already. Um, <laughs> so shortly, in a couple moments later, a half-orc approaches your table and goes, Hi, uh, my name is, um, uh, first name Concy, last name Ayers. Oh, I'm sorry. So you say your name's Concy? First name Concy, last name Marriage. I'm the concierge tonight. Oh, right. Uh, I heard that you want to get our double bedroom uh, suite. Double bed suite. Sure, yeah. I talked to, uh, I believe, Marie or Marie about it. Marie. Yeah, and then... 
I think we were waiting for someone named Bar. I don't know if uh, he's maybe coming over as well. Oh, that's me. I thought you were Kansi. I am. And then when I go behind the bar, I'm first name Bar, last name Tender. And then when I'm up by the front door, I'm first name Host. And I don't have a last name there. Uh, Wouldn't it be S? No, only girls are hostesses. I feel like the rules you're making up here for your own game, you can kind of go anywhere you'd like with it, don't you think? I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. This it makes perfect sense to me and my people from first name Orc, last name Land. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Billy. Quit, quit trying to explain to this simple man how all of that might work. Okay, all right, Steve, let's calm down. Clearly it's clearly he has some things he's dealing with. Uh, well, can't see, I guess. Yes, we would like a room, and perhaps then you could be a... First name, Bell, last name, Hop, and carry our things up there as well. I don't think you understand. That'll be one gold. All right. Uh, do we pay for all of that here now, or do we do that once we're paying with the food? I'll take the gold now, and I'll come back with your key. How about you bring the key, and then when I see you have that, I'll give you the gold so you don't turn into... Single name, Thief. He he cocks his head at you like a dog would. Like he doesn't understand what the fuck you're talking about. Oh, Bella, I think you done gone broken. You don't understand. It's best if you don't try. Alright, I uh, apologize for trying to uh, interact uh, with a simple individual like... Yourself down here, I forget sometimes the little meager things that uh, people like y'all can uh, find pleasure in. I'll be right back with your key. Good. He And he he goes away and um, gets oh, the key. Man, I can't believe but, the um, type of people here. As he's back, as he goes back behind the bar to get the keys, his his shoulders are kind of slunched forward a little bit. And he's not standing as as tall. And uh, Mary goes, Mary notices, and is like, "Bart, are, are you okay? Is there anything I can help you with?" He doesn't reply at first, and then so then she goes, "I mean, I can't see. I, I apologize. Is it, do you need any help with anything?" And um, he's like, "No. It's just that I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. L- listen, we're uh, we're all busy. We can help each other. What do you need?" Uh, just those guys over there were calling me simple. And they were being, I think they were trying to be mean to me. Oh, what do you, what do you mean? They just, they tried to guess what my name would be, which some people do sometimes, but I don't think they were doing it in a nice, in a nice way. And she's like, oh, I'm not going to, what, what, what room are they getting? They're getting um, the the double bed suite. Oh yeah, th- that's right. Give me the key. You 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 stay behind the bar, and I'll be right back. And um, she grabs the key and she comes back over the table, and um, she cro- she approaches arms crossed, and says, um, "Do you have a problem with our the um, the people who work here?" 
No, I don't think we have any sort of problem here at all. Uh, the fine elven fellow is getting us food, and the little half-orc one was running off to get us some keys. Uh, oh, did you? I see. Do you have them? There, yeah, I'd appreciate those. I do I have, have your key, but I don't appreciate the way that you were talking to Kansi. Uh, oh, <laughs> Steve. <just laughs> uh, how how were we talking uh, to Miss the Air? He said you were making fun of him. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I don't know if that was the quick case. I was trying to just play along with whatever game it was he was having, and I was hesitant. I was, I apologize, for not feeling like I could give him the gold before the key. It just seems like he might have gotten a bit turned around uh, and forgot to bring the key, so I just wanted to make sure I was getting that first. He's perfectly fine and capable and great at his job and a very nice person. And he shouldn't be talked to like he's less than by strangers such as yourself. Oh, I apologize. I don't mean to specifically target just him as lesser than. I, uh, in general, think more people. It's, it's, it's fine. Ma'am, there's no problem here. I don't think we need to start anything more than this. Feel free to leave the key and let Misty Air or wait. And he kind of looks past you. I believe if I'm paying attention correctly, now he's Mr. Tender, that uh, we apologize over here. And uh, if he feels the need to have a drink on us, go ahead and put it on our tab to help him sleep a little better tonight. He doesn't drink. And if we have any more problems, you're not going to have a place to stay tonight. Oh, is that a threat? Do you know who this man is? Do you know where he comes from? Oh, look, I don't care it's, who it's this fine. man is. Steve, it's fine. There's no problems here. We've all just had a long... We've had a long day of travel. We're coming into town, and I don't... <clears throat> mean for there to be any sorts of problems. I'm just simply trying to relax, and I apologize that that potentially offended somebody who doesn't know who they are. He knows exactly who he is. He's one of the most confident people I've ever met. Well, then perhaps, Mary, you need to get out a bit more. Maybe you need to just, uh, maybe you need to not be such a jerk. Well, I've been told that before. Yeah, he has, and you should see what happened to the chief of that town. Okay, all right, Barry. Steve, that's enough. Steve Barry. <laughs> just take a seat. And everyone just calm down. I don't think anyone here needs to see me light up. No one here is afraid of you. You've got more to be concerned with causing problems here for yourself than we do for our own selves. Mary, is that a threat? It's not a threat. It's not a threat. It's just a fact. Mm. People who cause problems here don't do well. I'm not trying to cause problems here. Simply trying to have my room and enjoy the food. At this time, Louis shows up, able to carry everything at one time, and goes, Okay, here is your double fish and chips, and here's just your chips, and here's your foils. What else do you want? Do you want anything else? Anything else I can do for you? Make your experience better? <laughs> oh, uh, no. I appreciate all of this. And Steve's already now just kind of digging in and just taking, throwing back the first drink. I think believe we'll be just fine. I appreciate it, though. Uh, perhaps you could help coax down uh, your 
female friend here and let her understand that as guests of this establishment, we are trying to just enjoy ourselves. What are you talking about? And Mary says, they were making fun of Bar. And Louis all of a sudden goes, they did what? And gets real mad and like almost goes towards the table. And Mary's like, Louis, no, no, no. He's like, you, you will not make fun of Bar. He is my idiot. And only I will make fun of Bar. That is not your place to put him down. Oh, you're a cute little rapper, aren't you? We were not making fun of Bar. At the time, I believe it was Conzi. Isn't that right? And Steve's just kind of nodding while he's just putting back as much food as possible. And you kind of notice now, Steve's eating with a, a, a speed that doesn't seem to be coming from a, like, oh, cool, food's here and I've been hungry all day. It's, he realizes he might not have access to this food for very long. <laughs> <laughs> um, Louis notices that and um, says, if you're going to make fun of Bar Concy, then I'm going to make fun of your fat fucking friend. Well, that's fine. Steve, do you think you could take a little bit of a, a roughening up? Oh, what? Oh. <clears throat> oh, yeah, no, I know what I am. I'm a right piece of shit. That's why I follow this guy around, hoping to be a little bit better and learn from him. Perhaps uh, one of you could help a little bit there with the... Uh, what are we talking about? <laughs> oh, look, no, it's fine. Oh, my God. They wanted to pick on you a bit, and I told them, uh, I don't know, I think it'd be fine. Oh! All of a sudden, all of a sudden, you guys hear a voice. And it, and the voice says, Okay, okay, what, what is going on here? Mary goes, Nothing, nothing, Terrence. We're not having any problems. There's nothing going on. We're just delivering their food. And then... <laughs> You look under the table, and you see it, like, standing at, like, Mary's waist, which was hidden by the, the s- table, and you're just looking forward, is a little little gnome. Oh, I, I apologize down there. Uh, yes, I believe everything here was happening just fine. They were just dropping off some food and now heading to give us our keys for the evening so that we could continue to pay this fine establishment isn't that true Marion yeah it's true here's your key one gold please here you are I appreciate it alright cause we don't want any problems right people huh Oh, we want no problems here. My friend here has been enjoying the food since the moment it was set down. I'd hate to be able to have to be the one taking it away from him. Just enjoy your food. Louis here will be taking care of you uh, this oh, evening. Oh, I know. And if you need anything else, if you need anything else, just just ask. We're all. It's a stressful day, so I apologize for anything that may have gone gone on. But uh, let's just start over, everyone. Chill out. And uh, you got your room key, you got your food. If you need anything else, just let us know. We'll be happy to help you, okay? Oh, I believe that's it for right now. I appreciate it. What's your name, little one? I'm Terrence. I own this place. Oh, well, it's a fine establishment with a very colorful cast of people that seem to be helping you run it. Yeah, I mean, I don't... Everything you say sounds very facetious, and I... Not a fan. Oh. But that's okay. It's okay. Oh, I don't know. 
I... Everyone here is just doing their best, sir. And I'm sorry that if we've we've made your experience not good. Oh, no, it's been above and beyond. I've been enjoying much of it. Okay. Well, all right. Mary, back behind the bar. Tell Concy to stop crying. Louis, get back to your section. I'm going back. The PRS is coming next week, and i got a lot of shit to do. I don't want any problems. If i got to come back out of my office again, there's going to be problems. All right, well then, Louis, Mary... You heard the man. They walk. They walk away. Louis goes and checks on his other tables. Mary goes back behind the bar. Steve. Steve Taren. throws back a big gulp and he goes, oh, "That little one was. He was crying. Can't see. They got him. Oh, I, I guess apparently he was. <laughs> and that's yeah. That's, that's yeah. Terrence left. Okay. <laughs> the two of them just sit there enjoying their food. Uh, uh, Bellius kind of just sips. On one beer the whole night while Steve, Steve Barry just throws back a bunch. Oh my god. <laughs> and scene. scene. <laughs> I love it's a tight how un- group. It's a tight group at the CD Tavern. Yeah, I would say I love how uncomfortable it gets like so quickly with with asshole like character. Like, because it's like I don't think Bellius is innately an asshole. But he can easily be one. Like it's not. Yeah. It's not like he goes in there trying to innately pick a fight. But he definitely is not opposed to it. Oh, you want to fight? <laughs> Let's go. Yes. Yeah. Oh, like and so like he's never going to de-escalate. But he's not going to like. I don't know. Try yeah, and I was trying to fully... poke. I was trying to poke that ego a little bit. Yeah, and that's where it's like he's the type of person. that's like, oh, I'll, I'll let you have the first hit. Maybe even two. <laughs> like, <laughs> um. And I feel like I forgot to tell you I wanted to bring in the drinking buddy in this. So I apologize. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> I was just that's trying right. to have them both have the weird, whatever accent that was, and one be high-pitched and one be low-pitched. I don't know. Um, Works, it worked out. But And I apparently wanted to play my whole cast. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yep, yep. Um, but, no, yeah, I liked that. That was fun. Um, I appreciated I how... Again, like as I was as I was realizing I was playing, I was like, I'm almost playing him too like I don't know, soft, I felt like. But then I was like, oh wait, no, he's he's like again, like as soon as you gave me an opportunity where it was being poked, I was like, Oh, okay, that's when it comes out. That's he's arrogant. He, yeah. It comes out it comes out in, in a sense of like he, he he speaks softly and carries a big stick, but also like he'll swing it around. He'll just like he won't hit anyone with it. Like, yeah. Um but no, yeah, and I liked it. I like I like <laughs> Bellius, and I like I, I like the little hype man thing. And again, how I would pitch that to the DM is that the DM controls that person, and so I guess yeah. that that could have been like where I had you do it. But again, I forgot in the moment, and I was just like, oh wait, no, I want this to be <laughs> be somebody. And I think it's just someone that he can just banter with. I don't think it's much of anything in combat or anything outside of that. Just somebody you can give no. something else to do. He probably um, hides in combat. Just that'd be the that'd be the mm-hmm. um, canon of it, right? Combat mm-hmm. starts, and all of a sudden, Steve's gone. Yeah, or and that's what I'm even saying. Like, if I'm the DM, it's like, well, he's a liability. He can die. Steve can die, and Steve, like, Ooh, he like that, that's hardcore mode. Yeah, yeah. Like, so that that's that's what's again. I like I like having stuff like little things like that. Um, and then again, just giving someone to banter with and just having a little whatever. Um, and again, the he he would be definitely be the guy. Like, do you know who he is? Do you know who his yeah. father is? They're just like, okay, all right, calm down. <laughs> we need to just let's let's pump the brakes there, Steve. Um, but yeah. All right, cool. Um, do you have anything else for Mister Kalik? No, dude, I'm all good. Yeah, I like him. I'm, I, I've, 
I feel like this is the more your classic DPS just straight fighter build. I don't know if I would necessarily be crazy about playing just for because the combat I feel like would be like this would be a good first character I think for somebody right like you're a fighter you're going out there your your parents a god you're trying to figure that out right like there's enough open endness to this that you're going to figure out as the character is going that you could figure out who this person is and you wouldn't have to like I don't know do a bunch of research or whatever into whatever the yeah. bullshit is behind it and as far as the combat it would be pretty straightforward once you pick the, what your fighting style is fighters are real fun and and at least the champion builds are easy to play. Um, I, I I probably wouldn't be as intrigued by it because I feel like I've done things like this in some way, shape, or form. Um, but I love the the story. I feel like I would really like to unpack. This might even be just a fun thing to kind of like build out as a short story um, in some way of like like his journey to find his his godparent and like why <laughs> they left yeah. and what's going on with them. Um, but yeah, no, I think he was fun. And I like the Sweet. aesthetic. I like the look of him. I think that's cool because, again, like uh, how I would say is like when he does his scourger thing and lights up, I think it glows like a pinkish red. And like his the lines Ooh. on his face and arm just also glow. And it's like, yeah. Okay. Be badass. That's what I would say. <laughs> but that's it. That's all I got. So that's all you got? Outro, baby. I'm reading the script. All right, everybody. Let us know what you think of Bellius Calic. The best way to do that is through our email, which is rngpcpodcast at gmail.com. You can also connect with us on our social media pages, which is at rng underscore pc for Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and most importantly, our Twitch channel. We usually record every Saturday on Twitch. Today is Monday. But if you follow us on our other social ones, we'll shout it out and let you know when that's happening. And if you join our Discord, we constantly post in there when we're going to do it. So... That's where we usually record. We have fun little banter and things that happens in between. That's where we'll interact with the chat when we can. So if you want to come see us live, come to Twitch, um, which is twitch.tv slash rngpc. Um, as a reminder, we do also have a Patreon, which is patreon.com slash rngpc, where you can request this character sheet if you want to play Bellius Calic or have him be an a NPC in your world. We have it kind of fleshed out there for you. Um, also join our community that's there and listen to exclusive Patreon only episodes, which I know I kind of talked earlier about a background we built. Um, we did one in there for a grandparent built, <laughs> and we're going to have more different, uh, diverse backgrounds in the future as well, as we've done some like uh, Battle Royale episodes. They're cool. They're all up on our Patreon. Um, also, you can connect with us over on YouTube. Just search RNGPC. That's where Nathan has some content over there. Nate, like, what do, you, what do you, you do? Like, tips and videos and tips and tricks, yeah? I do quick tips. Then, if you prefer to watch your podcast instead of listening to them, I will. Be, I will. I'm beginning to upload um, our faces to YouTube as well for a full episode. So, do I have to skin mine and just send it over to you, or how does that? What my face? If you're uploading it, I don't know how. Yeah, I just fax it. I just, just shoot you a fax of my my skin face. I don't know how yeah, the beard and, will and come s- through. It's got <laughs> weird. I apologize. Um, yes, finally, make sure to like and subscribe on any plot. Uh, l- follow, like, and subscribe on any podcast platform. And if you're currently listening on an Apple product, please take the two minutes to leave us a review, and we will read it out live right here on the show. Whatever you write down, we'll say it. Um, it helps other people find the podcast that like content like this, like Dungeons and Dragons stuff. And yeah, so that's all for this week. As always, remember, keep rolling and keep playing. (laughs) I don't know what that was. Neither do I. That's okay. (laughs) 
It's over. I'll see you guys. You don't have to go home. You can't stay here.